What's going on, folks? It's your guy, Tommy Gann, here for Tommy Talk. Happy to be back with you guys. It is a beautiful, it was actually a pretty nice day today. For the middle of winter, for the middle of winter, it was it was pretty dang nice. I, I'm going to say this right now. Some people, when you tell them that you live in Colorado, they think for whatever reason, it's like the Arctic Tundra. And it is, It I will say, it is a desert environment, but it really isn't that cold. It's it's relatively speaking pretty warm for this, you know, you go up north to like, you know, uh, 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 Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan, it, they're freezing their butts off this time of year right now, you know? It was a pretty nice day out today. It was nice and sunny. And yeah, it gets a little bit cold sometimes around here and does snow a lot, but relatively speaking, it, it's per, the weather's pretty nice. So that's my little my little rant about Colorado weather. It's, it's nice. It actually is pretty good. And up in the mountains, it snows a lot more. But, you know, that's the mountains. It's different when you're a little bit lower elevation, like where I'm at right now. Let's start off. We are less than 12 days until Super Bowl 58. The Chiefs and the 49ers, everyone's looking forward to it. Having their Super Bowl parties. Uh, uh, who's hosting? What's everyone bringing? You know, am I calling out sick on Monday? All that kind of stuff is going to be going through everyone's mind, along with... Who is going to win? I'm very excited for that. Uh, I think we all are at this point. Um, and we're going to be plied over the next couple of weeks with Taylor Talk, Taylor Swift Talk. We've been plied over the last few months, but we're going to get, it's going to go into overdrive, I think, as we get closer and closer to the big game. Uh, and, and this is where I'm going to start today because. I'm going to be honest, folks. I am getting sick. And, you know, I am getting sick of the Taylor Swift and the NFL-type hysteria that's going around constantly. And when I say that, I'm not saying I'm sick of, like, Taylor Swift and her boyfriend and, and all that stuff. Or, you know, showing Taylor Swift on TV. That's, that's you know, people are getting way overdramatic about that. That's part of the problem. I, I love her music. I love Taylor Swift's music. She seems like a fine person. I don't know her personally. I couldn't tell you what, what she's all about, really. You know, uh, I just don't know her personally. I'm happy she's found love with Travis Kelsey or whatever they have. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. I hope they get married and have a long, happy life together. And if they want to show them on TV 20 times a game, that's fine by me. That's cool. You know, that's great. It wasn't as fun when they were playing the Bears and the Bears were getting embarrassed and everyone in America was watching and Taylor Swift was watching and they were showing her on TV all the time. That wasn't fun, but that was more because I was very embarrassed of my football team. So put that out there. Uh, but I'm getting sick and tired of the constant online warfare over Taylor Swift. It's, it's people complaining about Taylor Swift and then people complaining about people complaining about Taylor Swift and people coming up with harebrained conspiracy theories about Taylor Swift and people constantly, you know, uh, monitoring for people saying nice things or bad things or whatever, whatever, whatever. I saw Taylor Swift fans were like gassing up Colin Coward now because he made actually, and sometimes you can say whatever about Colin Coward and the stuff he says. He says some ridiculous things sometimes, but he had a pretty good take about the whole Taylor Swift stuff. He came out and said, you know, I, you know, uh, the NFL is entertainment at the end of the day. Uh, NFL broadcasts are not only football, okay? They show, you know, the, the, the surrounding cities, the culture, 
celebrities at the game. You know, at the, during the Super Bowl, you have ads on ads on ads that people watch. People watch the ads as much as they watch the game. Um, so he he was right about that. But then you see Taylor Swift fans, you know, gassing him up like compilations with with Colin Coward. What? Huh? And listen, I'm not saying that Taylor Swift doesn't get some bad stuff happening to her online. There was something stuff that happened with X in the last week, or formerly known as Twitter, or whatever, that happened where they had to like shut off searching of her. I'm not going to talk about exactly what it was because it was pretty gross. Uh, but 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 my point is, I'm not saying that there isn't any online stuff that that's going against Taylor Swift. I'm saying is if you are obsessing about Taylor Swift and what people are saying about Taylor Swift, someone a celebrity, an ultra rich celebrity that you've never met before, and and going after her detractors and go and 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 supporting people that support her. I, it just seems like, what are you doing? And then on the flip side, on the flip side, if you are one of these people that is coming up with these crazy conspiracy theories, you know, and and, and stuff about how, oh, this is all just a way, you know, uh, she's going to hook in the NFL audience and get the biggest audience possible. And, and she's going to, she's going to endorse Joe Biden for president. And that's the big long game here. She, they're, they're, they're making the NFL, you know, bringing the NFL fan base and trying to, and this and that, and this and that. Newsflash, she endorsed Joe Biden last time. She endorsed Joe Biden last time. And if I were to, and listen, I don't know this for a fact, but if I were to guess, I'd say probably a majority of her fan base probably voted for Joe Biden last time if they were old enough to vote and will vote enough, they will vote for uh, Joe Biden this time around. And it did, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. That doesn't matter. Okay. So stop thinking that this is going to like, this is some crazy conspiracy because this is all out in the open. We all know this thing, these things already. All right. I, I doubt it's going to sway with things one way or another. All right. I get, I get it. It's an election year and people get crazy, but this is as crazy, you know, as it gets. Stop being ridiculous here. Okay. Just trying to drag everything into this constant politics game that we're playing. Just knock it off. It's stupid. It's dumb. But in any case, it, it, no matter if you are, you know, spending your all your free time thinking about this, 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 like the most famous person on earth, or and and how people are talking about her, or or you're obsessing about like how she's like you know part of some evil political agenda or some crap like that. Go outside. You know, uh, uh, touch some grass, uh, grab a beer, get a whiff of fresh air, find a life, find the signal to your life again. All right. Stop it. Stop it. And again, this is not a criticism at all of Taylor Swift. I don't care who she supports politically or who you support politically, honestly, or who her fans support politically. I don't care. You know, she, and I, I want her to be happy and I, and and I don't care how you feel about her on broadcast and stuff like that. Let's just knock it off, okay? If you want to talk about her and have little puff stories about her, that's great and awesome and everything like that. But don't turn it into a whole thing where it's like a controversy when there's no controversy anywhere about Taylor Swift. Let's back it up, all right? And I, I just wanted to put that out there because I, it just it, it bothers me, okay? I'm getting tired. It's like I'm getting whiplash from here and there, here and there, and here and there about Taylor Swift and, and Travis Kelsey and all these things flying around when I don't think there's really anything there to be flying around about for the most part. And if there's anything flying around about that, it's about, it, it's, it doesn't concern you for the most part. So let's knock it off. All right. All right. Moving on. You catch my breath there. Um, uh, 
So the PGA and the Strategic Sports Group have come together on a deal. It's going to infuse about $3 billion into the overall fund for the PGA. Uh, and apparently the Strategic Sports Fund, uh, Sports Group includes like a lot of different owners of teams, including like the Red Sox and the Cubs, the Ricketts family, which I could go on a rant for a while about why are the Ricketts, you know, spending their money on, on, on golf and these sports enterprises and looking into buying soccer teams instead of focusing on what's going to win the Chicago Cubs baseball games. But I'll, I'll leave that on the back burner for right now. Um, and I think the overall consensus has been, this is a precursor to the deal with the public investment fund. And for those who don't know, that is the, uh, that's basically the bank account of, you know, the, the Saudi government towards, you know, sponsoring stuff and, and, and sports stuff and stuff like that, the public investment fund. And it's billions and billions and billions of dollars. It, it's like an endless pile of money, essentially, oil money. And however, Jordan Spieth uh, came out and said, well, I don't know, maybe this is an alternative to signing with the PIF, which I think is interesting. That's an interesting thing because for a while now, after it was literally announced last summer, it was it was assumed that it was all going to come together. But, you know, this suggests there's some pushback from certain players in some very important positions. Spieth has a very important position in the role. He's, he's part of the, the, the players' committee, if I'm correct. Yeah, he took that spot after uh, uh, Roy, Rory McIlroy stepped down. And Rory, in fact, Rory is now saying that live golfer should be allowed back into golf, which is a big 180 from what he was saying before. I, I listen, I've, I've, I've talked about this at length before. Uh, this is, feels like a classic case of, you know, sports washing and stuff like that, where, you know, atrocities committed by the Saudi government can kind of just be washed away by bringing in sports. And it feels kind of gross, you know, doing that to American sports and stuff like that. And you would wish that this would not be happening. Uh, it's it's not great, you know, having American sports bought and paid for by foreign governments. That's a pretty bad thing. It's, I w- I'm going to go out there on a limb and say that's a bad thing. Okay. You know, at the very, very least, I, I will say this. This could strengthen the American and Saudi Arabian, like, you know, alliance, you know, and, and some very smart, you know, uh, political people and financial experts probably go into the, ba- you know, the, the, the complicated uh, uh, concepts of being the world's, you know, reserve currency, uh, the oil pricing of, 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 of Saudi oil in American dollars and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And staying ahead of the Russians and the Chinese communist party and all things like that. You can go, you can go on and on about that stuff. But at the very least, I hope that if this does come together, it, it, in the end of the day, it just ends up, you know, benefiting the United States in some type of larger geopolitical, you know, uh, chess game. But either way, we'll see what happens. I'm I'm guessing that this is just a one-off comment by a guy who, who doesn't want to see this happen, which I don't blame him at all because it's a pretty gross thing to happen. And I, I'm betting you he was probably offered a lot of money by Liv and he did not take it. Uh, but we'll find out. I mean, Liv is, is is still bleeding the PGA dry and signing great players, even though uh, there was that agreement made last summer. There's been no official thing put together. So 
We'll find out soon. We'll find out soon enough. This probably eventually is going to mean that golf will be brought back together, which is better for the sport, I suppose. But, you know, people can talk about it, you know, at length, ad nauseum. And we'll talk about it more once more information comes out. Uh, finally, one last cut topic, a little bit of a sp- slow sports day right now. Uh, offensive coordinator Ben Johnson is returning to the Lions after their loss against the 49ers. He said he wants to run it back. He wants to win a Super Bowl with this group. And I'm going to be honest with you. L- l- okay, there's two different things here. One, if he knew he wasn't going to get you know the Seahawks job or the commander's job or whatever, and he said, you know, let me save some face here, opt out, you know, from any of those, you know, conversations and just say I'm coming back. Uh, you know, then that's, that's, you know, that's happened before. People do that. People, uh, you know, kind of withdraw to save a little face. It's not uncommon. And that's possible. But then there's possibility number two. And that is that he really, you know, is like, I want to stick around and I want to win the Super Bowl and it's part of this whole thing. And it's not a good idea. It is, Ben, listen to me. When you're the talk of the town, you gotta strike while the iron's hot, you know? Cause you know, you're, 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 you're in the money now, but that, that sometimes does not last. Sometimes it doesn't last. A notable example, Matt Campbell, head coach, Iowa State. They bring him in from Toledo and pretty quickly he turns the program. It looks like he's turning it around. A lot of teams reach out to him. Even an NFL team even apparently wanted an interview with him. It, it, you know, from Iowa State. And he turned it all down. He said, I want to stick around in Iowa State. And now things have regressed. There has been diminishing returns out of Ames. And he's now not up for almost any of those jobs. And it looks like he probably should have taken the money while he had the chance. While he had the chance, he probably should have, you know, struck while the iron was hot and get going. But he didn't. And listen, you want to say, well, he loves uh, Iowa State and wants to stay around there forever. You know, kudos. Good for him. But I doubt Ben Johnson wants to stick around as an OC forever. He wants to be a head coach at some point. And if next year, for all we know next year, they will be great. And the offense will be going along. And the next head coaching vacancy, he'll be filling it. Like like that. Like that. However, if things go bad this year, and a billion things can go wrong, a couple of key players can get hurt. Jared Goff could get hurt. The offense can stall out for whatever reason, for any number of reasons, which has happened before. Sometimes one season an offense is going great. Next thing you know, it's, it's kind of falling apart. And they lose some games and they don't make the playoffs and yada, yada, yada. Suddenly, you're no longer the the, the, the prettiest bell at the ball. You know? You're, you're suddenly, you're no longer, you know, the hottest catch in town. Now you're you're kind of just holding on and hoping to turn things around quickly and trying to, like, you know, crawl your way back up the sand pit. All right? So... Again, it's possible this is all just nonsense talk because this is just a good way of him saving face. But with how hot of a candidate he was, I got to imagine that he was, you know, he was still in contention for some of these jobs before he said this stuff. All right. And and he probably would be the head front runner for the the commanders. So we'll see. 
We'll see. Maybe, hey, for all I know, I'll look like an idiot. And he'll do great next year, and he'll get an amazing coaching job, and he'll win a Super Bowl with the Lions. You know, like, you know, whatever. But, man, oh, man, sometimes you gotta, you gotta get a move on. You just gotta get a move on. Because there's a good thing. Sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. And if you stick around on the other side of the fence, you are, you, you watch things wither away, and the, 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 the fence, you know, gets 10 feet higher or 20 feet higher and you can't go over it anymore. And you're trying so hard to get over it, but you can't do it. You just can't do it anymore because things have gotten that bad. But who knows? In any case, folks, thank you all for watching and or listening. If you're a Taylor Swift man, please do not come after me. I love Taylor Swift and her music and stuff like that. I don't know her personally, so I can't say anything personal about her, but I think her music is great. So don't come after me, please. I beg of you. But if you're going to come after me, go to my socials at Tommy, S-G-A-H-A-N, Twitter, Instagram, the Tic Tac, all those good things. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube, Tommy Gahan, at Tommy, S-G-A-H-A-N again. Um, And go to Apple Podcasts, go to Tommy Talk. And that about wraps it up, folks. Thank you all for watching and or listening. Please subscribe, comment, all those good things. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And this has been Tommy Talk. See you guys.